0: All right. Hey, everyone. This is Casual Fanatic. Film reviews without the shoes. <laughs> I'm Luca, your casual viewer. And I'm Kamen, your fanatic. What was the laugh for?
1: <laughs> I thought, like, in the, when you said film reviews without the shoes, I thought you said I. Film reviews without shoes. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I heard. I don't think I said that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm hearing things. wrong. I'm still waking up. Oh, Cayman, what did you do yesterday?
0: Uh, yesterday, I went kayaking what? on a lake. Heck, like, dude! It was like right before sunset, so it was beautiful. And the obviously the the water is still like freezing cold because it like just turned spring but yeah uh the the air was pretty nice it was like 60 65 degrees ish Oh, nice wasn't too bad yeah i think yesterday was the
1: first day here in colorado that you were able to uh even get in the water because they had all the lakes closed before that was that the same for you
0: i mean we didn't try to go to the lakes in the winter so i
1: don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's that's true that's true awesome dude that sounds really fun And then afterwards, you guys went to a draft bar or something.
0: Yeah, we went. Okay, so in downtown, like on the the square that we have here, they have an event called First Friday, Mm -hmm. where there's like they set up a stage and there's like live music and then there's a bunch of like food trucks and people like handing out flyers and shit. And like last time we went, there was there was like an axe throwing thing that we did. Oh, cool! But it's it's basically just like a like a block party and that's on, every on friday square of every uh, every month that's first it's, friday yeah it's the first friday of every month damn that's a fucking party so we went we went to that and then because we were kayaking by the time we got there it like was pretty much like wrapping up like there was like two songs left for the the perf- the live music and then like a, most of the food trucks had already like sold out so there wasn't that much food but then we Mm. like right around the corner there was like a dive bar that we went to and we were like just hung out there got some drinks there was a food truck next to the bar that we got a couple slices of pizza and then we just hung out with uh, both of elena's sisters were there so we we hung out with them and their husbands
1: oh fun that's awesome
0: yeah sounds
1: like a good ass night then it was what did you do I went out with, um, so one of my buddies, Jimmy, he's in med school. Um, and Chitty is like his roommate and I I've known Chitty since like high school as well, or not high school, LOL college. And so I met up with him and then we went to like this, this, I wouldn't really say it's a dive bar. Um, it was, it was a cool bar. We were there for like an hour ish and then we met up with his girlfriend's friends. And I didn't exactly know what to expect. Maybe I should have been like more ready for what was coming, um, because it was a drag show and I'd never been to one. Okay. And it was in a gay bar, of course. Uh huh. Um, and I, for some reason, like my my brain didn't think that far out, and so like I go in there, and like you have to like pay to get into the drag bar area. Um, and then this the the guy that was like getting everyone to pay, he like looked at me, and goes. Hey, handsome, what do you need? And I was like, I need to get in. <laughs> um, I was like, what, what? what's going on? But dude, I got so many compliments that night of like my outfit and me being cute. So I was like, this is nice.
0: What are you wearing?
1: Um, dude, I was wearing literally some white pants that I got at a like a th- like a secondhand, not even a thrift store, like a I don't even know what you would call it Um, that I thought I was just going to throw away. I, I wore it for um, uh, that celebration. I forget the name again. Uh, Holly. Holly. Yeah, I wore the white pants for Holly. And I was like, I'm never going to wear these again. But I put them on. And I was like, these are actually kind of cool. Do you get paint all over them? Um, it, so the, it was like the powder Holly. And yeah, it washed right out. Yeah. I've so never like,
0: messed around with powder paint, so I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it washed right right out of those. I mean, I guess if you don't rub it in, you're fine. Which I didn't yeah. do because I... New, that's probably what would happen if it gets into the fibers of the cloth. Um, And then on the top, I wore like this uh, washed, uh, like whitewashed almost, um, but it was purple, um, like a sweater. And then I had white shoes on with my pants rolled up with um, National uh, Discovery socks on. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, And then the drag queens were boss ass bitches. So yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, well, and after fun. that, I just went home and slept.
0: And slept.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm, if you guys can't tell, my voice is kind of shot because I was like, "Yes, bitch!" You know, you know how they all do for the the drag queens, like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Ah, yeah. uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Nice. But besides the uh, great nights and such,
0: what are we reviewing today? We are reviewing a little movie called The Green Knight.
1: Just a little
0: one, not just like us. It's not even like a big deal. It's, <laughs> uh, even... it's called. It's called the Green Knight. It was directed by David L- Lowry or Lowry. I don't really know Lowry's last name. I think it's Lowry, but it could be Lowry. It came out last year. It's rated R. It's a little over two hours and it very heavily features a one Mister Dev Patel, which. He's not like a brand new actor. The biggest thing that he's probably known for is uh, *Slumdog Millionaire*, which came out in 2008. But he's been in a couple things since then, just like not really, not really anything big, you know? Yeah. But I feel like maybe he'll he'll probably get more like leading man kind of work after this movie. I feel like he he put in a put in a pretty solid performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah for for anyone that does not know this this movie is based on the arthurian tale of sir gawain and the green knight fantastic story if you ever have a chance to read it i would suggest it. it's one of my favorite king arthur sort of stories have you ever read the, I, the green knight no no i haven't and i was gonna say bro
1: i i won't read that either i'm sorry this movie to me was so bad i just don't want it to even exist
0: yeah but uh, okay so here's what i have to say though is (laughs) this movie is not at all the same as the story oh so maybe you should definitely
1: read the story (laughs) maybe but let's be real who reads anymore (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) who sits down and opens a book (laughs)
0: Oh, I'm just kidding. I probably should read a little more, but I but read enough the, during uh, work. So The, one of the disappointing things for me about this movie is that it is, it is extremely different from the, the story. And that's like, that's originally why I was excited to watch it. Cause I was like, Oh, I love this story. And then I watched it and I was like, well, that wasn't really the same story at all. It was just like Damn. vaguely the same characters. I hate that. That's awful. What did you what would you rate this movie? Um, I think maybe like a five. I didn't really like it that much, but I also understand what people like about it. What it's do a they very like about it? it's a very visual film. there are like there are some gorgeous shots in this movie, mm-hmm. and' that was it's my only like, plus I don't really know like a positive way to say this, but it's like a very artsy fartsy kind of a film, you know. Mm. It tries very hard to engage the audience's imagination where, like, it's intentionally confusing and there are a lot of things left up to interpretation. Where you, like, as you're watching it, you just, like, you really have to, like, you have to think about it for a long time because it doesn't just, like, give you meaning like you'll be watching a scene and then all of a sudden there's like a, a quick flash of like a tower or a shield or like they'll be like in the middle of a conversation there's a flashback to a conversation with someone else and you're like what like what does that mean like why is this mm-hmm. why is that scene in the movie and right. it's a little frustrating and like but but i also i understand that for artsy fartsy kind of people like i i understand how that could be an, in, uh, an interesting experience I, I mean
1: I agree with you in terms of the movie had beautiful shots 100% agree it was super awesome but dude I, I was literally sitting there and I was lost the whole movie like I could not put one and two together like I, the whole thing yeah, I was I, like why is this happening what's going on and yeah. then it, the worst part is it ended and I was still fucking confused. The ending made think, no
0: sense to me at all. I think the the only reason that I was able to follow it as closely as I could was because I had read the story. And so there mm-hmm. was like, I vaguely knew kind of what was happening. I'll like, once we get into the spoiler reveal, I'll give you like a quick summary of the please, book. Please do. But um. Obviously, that would spoil some things for the movie, so I won't I won't do it up top here.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude, I was just the whole thing. It was lost and I was not happy about it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I'm going to talk about this because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Beautiful shots, beautiful scenery, um, very, like you said, artsy
0: things happen in this film. where you are like, what? And that's yeah. like me, the whole film, really? This this um, movie is like looking at a painting but it's like an abstract painting. So you have to like, you stare at it for a while and you're just like, I can tell that this is beautiful, but I don't understand it.
1: (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) It's an abstract painting as a movie. You're so right. Yeah. You're you're actually right. Wow. That's a really, that should be in the description of this (laughs) on Spotify. (laughs) Take a listen to this abstract painting. (laughs) Damn. Alrighty. Well, do you want to get into- uh, uh, what would you rate it? Oh my God. Like two out of 10, three out of 10. Yeah. I, I have mean, a
0: feeling that's, that would probably be, uh, Elena might even give it a one. She was not very happy about it. Yeah. I, I thought I,
1: about giving it a one too, but then I was like, but the, the scenery was just too good for that. You know, if it was yeah. really bad filming too, like shit filming. And then like, I was confused. That's a one. That's a zero for me. But,
0: mm. and like, uh, Alicia Alicia Vikander or Alicia. I think she pronounces it Alicia, but, um, the same actor plays two different roles in this movie to sort of like, like make it a bit more mysterious, a bit more confusing, (laughs) right? And so like you have this character, which by the way, there's only three characters in the entire movie that actually are given a name. There is there's Gawain, who's the main character there is um essel who is his prostitute lover Mm -hmm. and then there is winifred who is the the girl that he meets out by that abandoned house oh yeah wait what was her name winifred winifred yeah yeah. but other than those three people no one else in this movie has a name
1: that's actually kind of crazy i didn't even notice that maybe that's what made it even more confusing
0: but um essel is played by Alicia Vikander and then also the the lady that is the the wife of that that gentleman that goes out hunting later in the movie his wife is also played by Alicia Vikander
1: Mm, mm, okay yeah
0: so there's just like there's a lot of stuff going on in this movie that is like what just like I said it's, it's everything is up for interpretation
1: yeah I don't, I don't think i was ready for that maybe if like i knew going in that the, this was like not going to be making much sense and you
0: have to interpret what the fuck's going on it would have been like better for me to watch but i i agree i think yeah. i probably would have had a better experience if i knew what i was getting into yeah and like so, there's like naked I, I, giants at one point like it's it's crazy <laughs> yeah, spoiler oh my god spoiler spoiler naked giants spoiler big boobs <laughs> <laughs> is All that right. what made it rated r there was I, I think it was mostly for the language was there even that much language i feel like i don't really I, remember i don't know being too serious of language i think it was mostly for the gore but it, it also probably a tiny bit of nudity mm. yeah like when but i said yeah, it was there, rated r i was like wait really yeah like because that? there are giant boobs there is several scenes of People's heads coming off. That's true. And there is a very graphic close-up at a point in the movie that we will get to later. A a sexually graphic that I think probably would not fit into a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> mm, okay, okay, okay. All right. So now, before we get into the spoiler section, of course, we have to step into the box dingering.
1: I honestly don't know even what I would say, like, like I can't string my thoughts together in a single <laughs> line for this fucking movie. Um, I'll go first though, cause you went first
0: last time. I, I don't even know what year this is. 2021. 20, oh, you were saying no, what, like what in, year it's set in. Yeah. Um, probably like 15th century. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll just kind of go for it
1: in the medieval times. Sir Gawain goes on a mission that he accepted from the Green Knight to bring his axe back within the next Christmas year or on the next Christmas day, I should say. Essel, his prostitute lover, leads him on the way and parts ways while Gwain goes on a long and confusing journey to meet
0: up with the Green Knight
1: that's that's it
0: all right uh i will say when a mysterious knight challenges king arthur his nephew Gawain takes up the challenge but the journey that results will test his courage and he will find out if he is truly ready to become a knight.
1: Hmm, I forgot about him wanting to become a knight. Yeah, see, like that's that wasn't really a big part of the movie for me, <laughs> although that was what it was about. And and secondly, I also didn't know that I I knew that Gawain was something to the king, but I didn't know he was his nephew. They have like totally different skin tones, totally different complexions. Oh, yeah, he
0: he said uh, in the beginning, he said, "You're you're my sister's son," right? But How? Well, I mean, he looks nothing like the king. The king was pasty white sister looks like. We don't know what his father looks like if he had like a straight, like Indian father. I mean, wouldn't that mean
1: that the king would also be kind of Indian? No. Wait,
0: why? Because his father isn't related to the king.
1: Okay. True. But I mean, this the king was like pasty white with like what? Like silver hair, I think it was. Well, that's just because he was old. <laughs> yeah, true. But then, like, he was like Indian with like dark black curly hair, like brown chocolate skin. I don't know. That shouldn't make sense. That that was the first confusing part. I was like, what? What? No. Okay. Maybe the king just sleeps around and you know calls everyone his. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I anyway. I
0: definitely thought about that because most of the other people in the movie are more European. Right, but I don't know. I felt like that was just like part of the artsiness of it, and it like it being of a completely different racial background sets Gawain apart from the rest of the cast. And because this is like really a movie about him and his journey, I think that was just like an artistic choice, or maybe it could have even ju- just been like, you know, what we really like dev patel as an actor and they were just like obviously he's not the same as everyone else but he just gave a better performance i don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know the reason behind the decision but i just like i don't know it it, that didn't bother me as much
1: okay all right so uh what's the actual
0: you know short summary all right so this says an epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless arthurian legend. The Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gawain, King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew, who embarks on a daring quest to confront the eponymous Green Knight, a gigantic emerald-skinned stranger and tester of men. Mm. I think I think
1: you had two words in there. And I only had one, I think. Um
0: what else? I I I know I got the nephew thing. What yeah. else did I do? Nephew and you said Green Knight. Did you not say Green Knight? I did, but that that was my one word, no. Because it does definitely does not say anything about giant boobies on here. So. Yeah, yeah and it doesn't say anything about like <laughs> a medieval times, anything. So um, When I listen back to it, I'll let you know if there was something else that we were just forgetting about. <laughs> Pretty sure you got that one. I did say, and it, as always, I mean, if, the, if the audience uh, would like to take a vote as well, you can uh, let us know who you think won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, humor
1: matters. If I saw giant boobies in like a, <laughs> like a, a story
0: like, I'm like okay I, I might watch that <laughs> if the description was just like this movie has giant boobies in it you're like alright I'm sold I'm in <laughs> <laughs> now we must take a short ad break and then we will be back with our spoiler review All right, <laughs> let me tell you the story that I know about the Green Knight. Yes. The story that I read starts out in much the same way. King Arthur is holding a Christmas party and invites literally everyone except for there is one person that is not invited, and that is Morgan Le Fay, who is an infamous sorceress. And... Is Nobody that his likes mom? her. mom? I think it's implied to be his mom in the movie, but in the story, it is a completely separate person and is not okay. his mom. Okay, okay.
1: Oh my god, wait, they didn't really... saw his quote-unquote sister. She looked nothing like him.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. That She looked nothing like him. That's true. Huh. Anyway. I don't know, maybe adopted sister, who knows? Maybe, yeah. Uh... So yeah, in, the, in the, the story, everyone is invited to King Arthur's Christmas party except for the witch Morgan Le Fay, and during the during the ceremony he's like talking to all the knights and at the so in the movie gawain isn't a knight and like he sort of becomes a knight towards the end of the film but in in the original story he is already part of arthur's knights of the round table yeah but he is in the story as well he is also arthur's nephew okay um but during during the party same thing happens the door busts open and a giant knight rides in on a horse and both the horse and the knight are green uh in the movie it was like they they make him very like earth-like and like his skin is like bark and there's like twigs and stuff and he like he he almost looks like a tree yeah but but in the story it's not really it's not really specified it's more just like like he just looks like a a very handsome man except his skin is green (laughs) but he comes in and he challenges he says anyone here who is brave enough to it's the the same exact challenge Mm -hmm. and sir gawain takes up this challenge he cuts off the man's head and then a year later goes on a journey to get his head cut off and (laughs) there is some strange things that that happen along the way um and that quest doesn't even make sense quite honestly um how do you mean why go somewhere to get your head cut off honor that's like you have to you have to think though this is like in the tales of sir arthur like all of his knights have to uphold like the highest code of knightly honor and so like if you accept a challenge from someone and then you don't fulfill your part of what you promised to do that's like disgraceful and you'd probably be made fun of
1: right but at the same time he wasn't even a knight yet one and two if you have your head well he wasn't off- the story oh right 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 okay
0: but yeah there are there are a lot of things that happen in the movie that did not happen in the the original story but one of the things that did is sir gawain he's riding and riding for a long long time and then he ends up at a castle and this the the man who who owns the castle takes him in and he's like hey it's only like a day's ride away and you Mm -hmm. still have several days before you need to be there yeah it was like the 22nd of december
1: and he needed to be there on the 24th or something like that
0: And so the, this, the man says, Hey, stay with me for a few days. You've had a long journey. You need to rest. And while you stay here, we can, uh, I'll make you, I'll make you a little promise here. And same thing as as pretty much as the movie, he says every day, I'm going to go out hunting. Whatever I find, I will give to you. And in exchange, anything that you receive while you are here at my home, you give to me. What does that even mean? I mean, it's obviously meant to be a little bit vague because, like, the way it works out in in the story is well, the the man goes off and hunts, and then his wife tries to seduce Sir Gawain, and obviously he doesn't want to offend his host and like sleep with his wife, but he also doesn't want to offend the woman by turning her down, and so he allows her to give him a kiss and so then the first night the the man comes back and he has like a deer and he's like oh here's this deer for you and then sir Gawain gives the man a kiss second day he goes off hunting again and again his wife tries to seduce him and he says all right today you can give me two kisses and so the woman kisses him twice the man returns and brings him a boar and then he he gives him two kisses and Mm -hmm. the the third day he he goes off and the woman tries to seduce him and he says no and she tries and then she tries to give him uh, a golden ring and he says no i can't take that from you and then she says okay well at least allow me to give you this and she gives him a green sash that she says has been enchanted and if he wears it around his waist, it will protect him from all harm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he knows that he's about to go and face the Green Knight. So he takes the sash and allows her to give him three kisses. So then the his host returns, brings him... I don't remember what the final animal was. I think it might have been a fox. But he g- gives him his, his final animal. And then uh, Sir Gawain gives him three kisses and this is the point where like you see because he distinctly does not mention that uh he got the green sash he keeps that for himself Mm -hmm. and so then the next day he rides out to the to meet the green knight and there are the, the green knight swings the axe three times the first time He swings, and, like, as soon as he begins swinging the axe, Sir Gawain flinches, and the the Green Knight sort of makes fun of him for that, and he's like, is this what King Arthur's knights are like? Come on, like, this is ridiculous that you're going to flinch away. Yeah. And then the second time, he purposely misses and, like, hits the ground, And then Sir Gawain sort of, like, gets angry at him, and he's like, I'm, like, I don't enjoy you toying with me. If you're gonna frickin' hit me, then hit me. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then the third time, he swings the axe and just barely nicks the side of Sir Gawain's neck. It's just, like, a tiny little cut. And then he reveals himself. The Green Knight turns out to be the same man that had hosted him for the past three nights at his castle the basic plot is that morgan Le Fay, the sorceress had come up with the entire thing as a challenge both for king arthur and sort of just like something to distress lady guinevere who is king arthur's wife uh-huh. and so because she's like like an, an agent of chaos like morgan the Fay in arthurian legend is just like a witch who likes to fuck with people like there's not really a, a good reason behind it <laughs> but um the plan was initially to not hurt him at all but um because at the very end he lied about the green sash and didn't give it to the man that's why he got the tiny cut on his neck oh okay okay and so then sir Gawain feels very ashamed that he lied obviously that's like not a very knightly thing to do and but then the the man tells him he's like hey like really don't worry about it you're still way more honorable than most other people in the kingdom and like basically the the moral of the original story is like don't hold yourself to too high of a standard He's like, you did really good. You First of all, you came all the way here expecting to die. Mm-hmm. And like, you, you pretty much followed all the rules. The only thing you didn't do was at the very end, you kept the green sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's not really but what happened, though, in the movie. No, that is not at all what happened in the movie. This movie is more of a... An abstract art piece <sighs> that we're looking at it's like a uh almost like a coming of age story except like obviously he's already a grown man but this is like rather than someone who already like is a perfect example of a knight this is someone who is like a very flawed character and you sort of see him working towards being more knightly yeah so there's like a um as he's riding out he comes across a battlefield and he gets tricked which sort of shows his like like the amount of privilege that he has being part of the royal family like he would never expect that someone who's out there looting bodies would like try and steal from him (laughs) yeah yeah he's very he's just like he's yeah he's very he's very naive yeah and like um. yeah there's just like there's a lot of stuff going on that like he he learns a lot on his journey yeah he does he does and he almost dies yeah which is
1: one of the things that I wanted to mention when he was like tied up and like laid down the camera like panned around him and then all of a sudden he turned into like bones yeah what and then he like it went again the other way as if time didn't like really happen like there are a few times in the movie where you see what could happen in the future and then Uh it goes back to like the present i guess and then he's like there and he like escapes but like
0: what yeah that's that's just more of the interpretive part of this movie and i know because like like i said none of us were expecting that and so when elaine and i were watching it and it did that thing where like the camera pans a full circle and then you see a skeleton laying there and we were like wait, is that it? Like he just died right. <laughs> like in the middle of a forest. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something else.
1: I, and then, yeah, it was pretty wild. It was, it was weird. And like the headless woman, the headless girl, Winfred. Yeah. That made no sense to me either.
0: Not, not at all part of the, uh, the story originally. They should, what, what are they
1: doing? that, that I mean they're, it didn't be an artsy. <laughs> oh, it, it didn't help.
0: It didn't help his cause in any sort of way. Yeah, the uh, honestly it's a very this is a very difficult movie to review because my positive and my negative list are both very short. And my positives is like it's a beautiful movie yeah. and, and like the performances were good, but my like one big negative is it just like it was confusing but I, I like i understand that that was intentional it was confusing on purpose but for me that was still a negative yeah yeah <laughs> i don't really know what else to say about it other than just like All right. talking about other scenes yeah I but, know that. like
1: that that was the the, the hard part like Guys, this movie really just doesn't make sense. And this review basically is saying don't watch it. It doesn't I don't watch it.
0: Unless you're unless you're into that sort of stuff. If you want to see an abstract painting of a movie, go for it. But yeah. you just you have to know that that's what you're doing. Right. There is one part that I hinted to earlier that does not leave anything up to the imagination where um the the wife of the the person that he's staying with oh, for a yeah. few days just like straight up jacks him off yeah i at and first then, i didn't
1: know if she was
0: riding him but then like you know the the next scene where she, she like gives yeah she gives him the green sash and then while she's giving it to him like starts jerking his meat and then <laughs> at the end she like makes fun of him she's like you're no knight and then it shows a close-up of he's his hand holding the sash but then is like covered in cum yeah
1: that was like i was like (laughs) oh my god okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of
0: like critique but i i can't the ending is terrible the ending i was like another one of those things where i like really because like you said this it pretty much the ending is just a long version of the forest scene where you like you see this long scene where he like he gets there and then the knight confronts him and he ends up just like like fucking off like he just straight up runs away he he's leaves. like sorry yeah. can't do it <laughs> he goes back home and everyone like cheers for him and he gets knighted by king arthur and then arthur dies and apparently he becomes the next king there's like a war or something and he's like you see him like planning out battle stuff and at one point it's just like he's sitting on his throne and he's just like tired and done with life and he finally like you see like even when he's having sex he never takes the green sash off and he's like so defensive of it and then at one point he he finally takes it off and his head just falls off his shoulders well yeah it doesn't make any sense and then it it flashes back and you see that that was just like him imagining his future in his head and that's (laughs) when he decides to like admit that he has this enchanted sash and he takes it off and he tells the green knight he says okay now i'm ready and so it's sort of just like him accepting that like he he would rather die here than like go through his entire life being afraid and like being dishonorable and having lied to everyone for so long.
1: Yeah. I I think they just took that scene too far. It was very annoying for me to like,
0: it was, it was, I think a lot, a lot of unnecessary detail. Yeah. Yeah. But also I, I I guess like if it was less detail, then it might give away that it's just, it's just in his head, but like, making it so long and drawn out really brings the audience in to believe that it's real.
1: Right. And then like the, the scene, the quote unquote real scene after the, you know, the imaginative scene was shorter than the imaginative imaginative scene. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I, it just, I, it didn't sit well with me. I don't know. It just, it's annoying. But so that's it.
0: You know, if you just be prepared, If you are trying to watch this movie.
1: Yeah, there's nothing else we can. I I don't know another movie that I can compare this to.
0: I I honestly don't. I know there are other movies like this out there, but I haven't seen one.
1: Yeah, hopefully I don't (laughs) see one because, dude, because the movie's name was Green Knight. So I I went into this movie thinking it was like a Marvel movie, right? (laughs) And, (laughs) And then it took place in like the medieval medieval times. And I was like, "Oh, okay. So like this guy he's going to get like superpowers at one point." And then it it's not. It was that's just so depressing. Sure. Yeah. Cuz I thought there was a Marvel movie called The Green Knight. No? No. Wait, what about that guy that has like the green ring? What is he called?
0: That's uh that's the Green Lantern. That's oh my god. DC. I thought this was the Green Lantern.
1: (laughs) I was so confused. Oh, I thought he was going to turn into the Green Lantern, dude. Oh, this is this is not that movie. (laughs) Yeah, now you know how confused I was. (laughs) Do you have any trivia about this movie or like? I do. Okay, I'd be interested to hear the trivia because the movie doesn't make sense. Maybe the trivia will. clear. Oops, sorry, I burped. Uh, Trivia cleared up.
0: Our first one is that there is an unusual looking spiral tower shown multiple times early in the film. This is a real building called the wonderful barn, which was built in 1743 in Ireland. And while it did serve purpose as a greenery, it is generally accepted that the primary purpose for its construction was to provide work for the local poor people. Oh, wow. So there was like a rich family in Ireland and they were like, Listen, these people need to get paid. So we're just gonna have a tower built just so they have something to do, so they have a job.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's that's genius. That's awesome. That's actually really cool because I mean then you're involving, you know, the poor and the need, the people that need yeah. stuff, and you're making food and providing.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Good. That, that was cool. Good fact. Good fact. Next piece of trivia here. Uh, says, the five traditional knightly virtues are friendship, generosity, chastity, courtesy, and piety. And throughout the movie, Gawain, when tested, fails at all five. What? No. For friendship, after he becomes friends with the fox, he ends up threatening it and chasing it away when it tries to warn him of the danger. For generosity, he gives a single coin to the scavenger, and only after he explicitly begs for it for chastity he is seduced by the lady and comes all over himself (laughs) Uh, yeah for courtesy he initially asks for a reward from the ghost of winifred for helping her for piety he Uh, at at the beginning he initially does not want to attend a christmas mass and all of this together shows that he is not yet ready to be a knight until his final choice at the green chapel
1: interesting
0: um this one says the ending was like the rest of the movie left deliberately ambiguous director david Lowry or lowry has stated that even he and the lead actor dev patel have different interpretations about what happened after grain has a vision of of the disastrous future which awaits him and camelot if he acts dishonorably he chooses to stay removes the magic sash and tells the green knight that he is ready for his blow the knight congratulates him for his courage and says now off with your head and then the movie cuts to credits this could be interpreted literally as the knight beheading gawain who has chosen death over dishonor however the quote could also be understood as now off with your head as in off you go which is Gawain being spared after his test of character? The knight mischievously running his finger over Gawain's throat could be seen as his final blow. That was returned in the conclusion.
1: Yeah, that, that last one is how I saw it. It was like, no off with your head, like go, like no off, piss off kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think and... they would show all that and then the knight just ahead of him. That'd be
0: even worse, dude. That would, uh. Oh. And this last fact here says, unlike other translations, the Italian dub manages to maintain the ambigui- ambiguity. That's the word, good lord. The Italian dubbing manages to maintain the ambiguity of the Green Knight's final sentence in the original version. It translates to La Vostra Testa Pua Andare, which means your head may go, which, like the original, can be interpreted both as Gwen being killed or spared by the knight.
1: Mm, okay it didn't like clear up the movie but i mean those are nice yeah i yeah. mean those are those are things that i understood i feel like i still
0: i'm sticking with my rating two out of ten two to That's three fine. out of ten I'll, 2.5 i'll stick with mine i think i think five just because it didn't work for me but i fully understand what it was going for right so yeah i don't think it was like a bad movie it was just a movie that i didn't enjoy
1: yeah you you were like a whole 12 steps ahead having read the story that it was quote unquote based on so alrighty, well you know those are the ratings and a hey, viewers if if you liked
0: it or didn't even okay look if if you watched it let us know what you think you can send an email with your opinions about this movie to casualfanaticpod at gmail.com or you can also send us a message on twitter at cashfanpod Twat at us. And of course, if you would like to help support us, one thing that we love to do is love for you to do is to spread the word and tell more people about this podcast. Yeah, we, we love doing that, too, though. We do yeah, that. We, too. we also we also tell people about the yeah, podcast. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But uh, you uh, you know, your
1: word of mouth is um all we
0: want. And, you know, what uh, what else you can do to help us is to, you know, give us a rating whatever whatever platform you're listening to this on spotify google cast box whatever yeah anything like throw a throw a rating on there give us a review like i mean obviously i'd love a five star review but just be honest you know <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah be honest tell us how you feel about us about the podcast
0: our methods of going through a movie so yeah Alrighty, this has been casual fanatic thanks for listening
1: thanks for listening